Hey, what's up and welcome to episode number 53 of the Unranked Podcast. This is Christian Humes here with your Persian podcast. we got Alex Marinello once again. Welcome back, Alex. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing pretty well. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm recording from the remote. We're out here at the greenery. And I've also got Tom Caswell on the line. Thomas, good to see. Back. Good, to, good to see. Good to hear everyone. Good to speak to everyone again. Sorry, I'm like two IPAs deep. It's been a long week. It's been a great week. Wait, it's been it a good been a week. Great week. Two IPAs. Mm-hmm. They got. I'm, almost, right. I'm finishing. Oh, here my we go. IPA. Here what's, we go. You're gonna get. You're about to get frat chain. What? No, 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 no. What? What you been doing that on a Thursday night? You need to uh, down um, a couple IPs. I'm heading to uh, Pax East this weekend, and Whoa. I was uh, I was meant to be heading out of town tonight, so I would be there Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But I wasn't able to take the Friday off, so I've basically at the last minute had to be rescheduling stuff. So this week after I've been working long hours at work, like basically staying, you know, after my commute, sometimes I'm not getting into like 9 p.m., I've then had to be emailing people and making sure that everyone knows where I'm meant to be at what time. And tonight I'm just, I have to pack two, so I'm like, fuck it, I'm having, I'm having the... Are you packing your Switch? Uh no, I'm gonna leave that behind. I'm gonna get on my Whoa. four. No, of course, I'm gonna. I am so excited for my four-hour train ride to Boston because I'm gonna. I have some video editing to do, but once that is done, I'm just gonna be playing Zelda and Snipper Clips. Fuck yeah! I'm gonna see if anyone random on the train wants to play Snipper Clips with me. Have you brought it to your office? I have, but again, it's been so busy at work that I haven't. Like I've been yeah, having really working have lunches, like. Um, but I mean, that's what I'm doing right now. Yeah, working. <laughs> doing this on my break at work. We've had a busy week this week. Um, so obviously this is the week that the Nintendo Switch came out. Guys, I fucking love this thing. This may end up being one of my favorite consoles of all time. If the games like if the games keep coming out for this thing, it is going to well, be the one big of the question, best consoles isn't it? ever. I'm so excited. Uh, yeah, Alex, what are your thoughts? I, I, think, I, I think it's going to happen. I haven't though. heard anything from you. I know how Christian feels. Yeah, Tom and I were posting uh, about it in the Slack. We haven't heard you say anything. What's going on? Yeah, let me tell you something. Zelda? Yeah. Most overrated game oh, shit. I've ever played Holy in my life. Sh- wow. Wait a second. Is he serious? No, it's so I good. Can't tell <laughs> oh, oh my God. God it's huh. so amazing. I was so confused. <laughs> I was so confused. I believed it because he hasn't said anything. Yeah, about no, I, this guy I loves believed Zelda. it because I was like, he must be like really upset that he doesn't even want to deal with no, it. No, no, I've been, I've, been, I've been playing the long con on this one. <laughs> I like felt bad for him in the moment. I was like, oh man, this you, sucks the that way the get, like, silence that I got when I was like, let me tell you something. You guys were like, oh god. I was, I was just thinking like, all right, I guess we're about to get into it. Yeah. We're getting into it. No, I love. Uh, everything about it. It's unbelievable. From the time I turned it on, I mean, I, I feel like I've already played 20-something hours of this game, and I'm not even that far. I just find myself, like, like there's a quest, but then I just find myself wandering off, climbing mountains, getting stuff. I don't know. I, I, like, I have a lot of Korok I, yeah, scenes. The, 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 way the, the way to play experience. this game is, if anyone does have a Switch, uh, turn off all of the HUD stuff. Like, just forget the mini-map. Like, the beauty about this, the way the game works, is, like, you, you have to destroy Ganon. Like, that is your only objective, and you could do it any way you want. And that's my... F- I mean, the game is magnificent, and it's... 
It's well, yeah. I guess I guess I was gonna say. I think the the way you play it is however you want to play it, right? Yeah, but it's it's beautiful to kind of get lost in like the the thing that I love the most is I die and I'm respawned, and instead of taking the same path that I took like before, I'm like, okay, well, I know that I want to get over into this general area, but I'm not gonna take the path that I just took. I'm gonna. So I've been really enjoying mm. it, turning off, like, not having the HUD on at all. Um, the game is phenomenal. And I and talking about the hardware, though, like, this thing is so damn impressive. Um, it looks Yo, sexy. It's so sick. It feels great. Looks good on my TV as well. Um, you know, like, the game, obviously, it's really weird, like, having... Go, switching back and forth between Horizon Zero Dawn with 4K HDR to Zelda, and I'm like, Horizon looks right. obviously objectively better, but Zelda is Zelda just, has like an anime style. Like I feel like I'm watching. Oh, I love the art. Yeah, the art's amazing. I feel like I'm like in a- Avatar: The Last Airbender kind of stuff. Like it just yeah, it's so it looks like good. a Miyazaki film. It's like I'm playing a Miyazaki. Well, film. I mean that you have Nino Kuni, which was another reason to get a PS4. Um, but yeah, no, I, I no, it's honestly, okay, so, so, it's probably. I mean, we we shall see, but it's definitely the best Zelda game I've played since Ocarina of Time. Yeah, that's without a so doubt. correct. What? Where are you guys right, so, in the so game? Before, before we go, yeah, 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 yeah. Before we get there, guys, Persian fifty three. <laughs> what? It's like it's like Garfield fucked a tiger. What does everybody feel about Persian number fifty three, the Pokemon, the Alolan form? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like uh, it's stupid. Yeah, we it's about also it a really weird color too. It's a strange palette swap. I also felt mm. which like the Alolan forms are cool, but I felt like some of them were a little lazy with the palette swaps. Yeah. Like they didn't do enough. I, I think that um, uh, to me, when I, they were like, "This is what Persian looks like," I was like. I feel like you guys completely forgot that Meowth had an evolution and last minute had to like, all right, we'll just like blow his head up like a balloon and we'll call yeah, it a it day. Looks, <laughs> looks really dumb. Like, especially because Persian yeah, it is. It felt like we were getting trolled. Like Persian, you could do so many great designs with that. And that's the one they went with. Like, it looks like he got like a fucking, he got a rash and was like allergic to poison ivy and his like fucking face swelled up. Didn't Giovanni have a Persian? Yeah, that was his main Pokemon. Yeah. Can you imagine? It's so weird. I feel like it should have been a better Pokemon. Can you imagine if Giovanni had that Persian? Like <laughs> the Alolan he, Persian? He's a fucking <laughs> joke. Like I know Team Rocket's <laughs> the leader of Team Rocket's rolling around with that goofball. I mean that was always the cool thing is like Team Rocket was a joke but Giovanni like he was kind of scary and like wasn't someone you really wanted to fuck with but like if he had that well, Persian... Wait, was Team Rocket a joke, or was, like, Jesse and Jane No, Team Rocket was a joke. Ah, huh. okay, interesting. I mean, I, uh, to be fair, I... my They did always have crummy Pokemon. To be fair, I only really remember them through the lens of Jesse and James, but when those are your kind of mascots, when those are the two, <laughs> like, people you put forward, like, what does that say about you as an organization? <laughs> that's a really good point although talking me out is one of the coolest things so do you have like a fun fact about persian or no <laughs> we're just gonna bitch no, on i was just opening up form. a persian discussion here's the thing here's the fun fact about persian there are no fun facts about persian uh, is that because there really aren't or that was because you're lazy and you didn't remember to look no up the i mean so 
the only thing that I've always really found interesting when looking it up was I was reminded that Giovanni, the leader of Team Rocket, that was his Pokemon. Right. But again, I'm not sure how many episodes it's going to take to nail into your head. Uh, it's not always a fun fact. Sometimes it is just a discussion about the Pokemon. I feel like at the beginning of this podcast, it was about fun facts. Yes, well, no, but it's it subsequently more like, oh, the become Pokemon. not about fun facts. <laughs> yeah, the episodes are, are going to be about Pokemon. It's like, oh, the idea was it was like a numbering naming scheme for our show so that we weren't just like XYZ, like episode blah, blah, blah. It was just meant to be the pod decks instead of the Pokedex. And so it's like, oh, cool. We can have a small discussion about this Pokemon. If there's something interesting, I'll talk about it. A fun sounds fact. Like, there, it sounds a like Pokemon someone... Fun fact, XYZ is a Pokemon series. <laughs> nice. Well, that was good. Anyway. All right. So, okay. Do, do you have? Does anyone have any complaints about Zelda at all? I have one complaint. Go on. Because I also have uh, one complaint. Is... But go on. I actually might have two, but uh, actually I do have two complaints. One is a very minor complaint. Go on. But uh, the the actual complaint is the controls, yeah. I feel, are a little wonky for a couple of things. The amount of times I've thrown a weapon by accident, yeah. yep. like, I feel yep. like that's a little too easy to do. Yeah, the, uh, the um, other and thing also about just the like, controls. Uh, yeah. The other thing it's, about the controls. It's con- like the B button, the A button being swapped for me are strange. Yep. The, I don't know. It's it's just a little off. There's just especially, so many buttons. Mm-hmm. Especially because, like, yeah. to run faster, to swim faster, and to, like, um, like, uh, move faster on your horse. Those are all three different buttons. Like X is to swim right. faster. B is to d- run faster. Like the yeah. controls are really wonky, and you have limited ways to switch it. Switch it up. Well, there's also speaking of the run problem. There's the one problem that I've never understood when you do this in a game. Um, you have to hold the B button to run. Right. But then the X. Bu- which buttons jump? Y or X? X. The X button is jump. Which is above it, no, so I why, pretty much why, have to take why, my finger why off. Why is the jump button? Not for me. Oh, X, X is, is the, the top button. button. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, yeah, it's too. Co- it's a lot button. of confusing things like ZL and regular L, and I'm switching between the weapon or the bow, but yeah. I can't switch with the bow unless I have the bow tart equipped. It's like they gotta let me go in and just change the 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 mapping yeah. of the buttons. Just let me change the mapping of the buttons. Uh, and that would solve the whole thing because I cannot. It's crazy. You can't actually just hold down run and press jump. You have to take your finger off of run and then press jump. Yeah. Um. I think that also another uh, minor complaint I have is I feel like weapons deteriorate very quickly. That is my that minor was complaint. my that was my minor that complaint. was my complaint. That was um, my one and only complaint. Was that all my I weapons get... deteriorate so fix? fast? Huh? Have you seen the fix for it? No. No. To repair your weapon, someone found a workaround. How? So uh, the Octoroks, uh, this is a this is a creature in the game. They will swallow your weapons, and if you kill them, they'll drop them. But when you ki- when they drop them, they'll be fully healed oh, new weapons. So okay. if you if you have okay, like a wait. really good weapon or two that you want, I have a question you can find though. An Octorok, have it eat your weapon, kill it. Get is it back. there any point in the game at all that you know? If you don't know, whatever that. There will come a point where I can repair a weapon, or is it just? Uh, I so so today I literally looked it up because it was the one thing that I was starting to be like, this is a little irritating. Yeah, and I googled, are there any um, unbreakable I mean, weapons? The, the master found two sword. articles. Well, okay, I don't have that yet. All right, me neither. So I'm assuming Obviously. that was the yeah, case. Me but other than the master sword, I was just wondering if, in general, are there unbreakable weapons? And it sounds like there's more than one. So it sounds like there are some. Um, but I didn't get exact details. There were a lot of people asking the same questions. They were like, don't give me a list. Don't tell me how many. 
don't name yeah, what but that's are, not even what I want no, either though like game. sometimes I just want to repair the weapon I have like why can't I do that no no right so then the second thing I found was can you repair weapons in games and so and there is no way to do that, but someone found a workaround using Octo. Right, I got now, that. Is... That pisses me off, because there's like a cool weapon I have, and I'm like, I don't want to use it. This thing's awesome. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah I, it sounds like you're going to get them back, though. When I picked up my first... I mean, I don't... I'm sh- I assume later in the game you get more options, but when I got my first Guardian sh- Sword and Shield, I was like, fuck, I don't want to break these guys. Yeah. Um. So can we confirm if the Master Sword is unbreakable? I assume. It, it's unbreakable. Yes, it is. is. It is. It yeah, is. Okay. That's the one thing I can confirm right, for you cool. that I saw. So, okay, let's before we start talking a little bit more about this game, let's uh, just what? blanket. We're going to try not to spoil anything here. Right. How far are you? Uh, okay. How many hours do you guys have? I'd say I have close to 20. I would say I'm close to 20, but I can't. I don't know. Number one, it doesn't say. And No, it does. If you go to your save file. Oh, where do I see my save file? Press start, go and... I save constantly. Like, if I get somewhere, I'm like, I may die doing this. I don't want to have to climb back up here. Mm. I want to be able to be here. I'll yeah. save it before I try anything. Um, I save all the time. The thing is, is, like, it's hard to tell how far you are in this game based on the number of hours just because there's so much to do and there's so much freedom. Well, right, so that was the next thing I was going to so, say. So, like, I, but I like, like I was saying... Figure out where we're all at. But like I was saying before, like, I'll go towards an objective, but then I'll kind of go off the path and kind of just go oh there's like a shrine over there i could reach that point if i you know if i want to i'll go over there right now and go yeah. go to that shrine and then or i'll just be like you know what i bet you there's something cool on the top of this mountain i'm going to try to get up this mountain right now like that kind of stuff you know what i mean so, so the number of hours i or like oh there's a bunch of lanterns here that are not lit let me try to light them all but so i i'm totally with you on that and we could just i want to discuss that because uh, we could talk about like gameplay habits with this, but um, I just want to see roughly where we're all at, so that we don't say anything accidentally. So, I'm like, um, we can at least gauge. Uh, well, here I I've got a thing. I got a way to do it. So just let me. So we've all left the Great Plateau. I'm assuming yes. yes. Yeah. All right, and then you went to the next marker, which was a village. No, yeah. I'm not even. I'm not a, even there yet. So you haven't even done there. I'm still in Farron Woods right now. So Tom, Tom went over the Great Plateau, but you have not gone to the next marker at all. Yeah, I've been. Um, there's a okay. I'm trying not to spoil it, but that you run into the bird dude, right? No, no, not necessarily. I no, mean, not at all. Have you got you? So you guys haven't run into a bird guy. Yeah, but right. That no, means so this, you so haven't been following a hundred percent the story. No, yeah. Well, I've been right. I've been making my way to that village you're talking about, but I've been doing it very roundabout. Yeah, very roundabout. Like, which it, it depends on. Too, I, got, like, I have where a question. You left the map. I have a question. I, you I could edit. Like, you could edit. Jump down from the gl- great plateau. You could edit this out oh. if you don't think if you think this is a spoiler. Uh, well, no, I'm just trying to avoid. Spoilers no, I know. Myself, so too. edit this out if you think it is, <laughs> but I don't think it is. Are you? A, do you have a horse or no? Yeah, I have one horse. So. Okay, hold on. Oh, wait, wait. Have you, you mean, like, registered horse, that or? horse? Wait, wait, wait. Let me, let me say. Okay, so that was the thing I was just asking. Oh. Was, do I own a horse or have I caught a wild right. horse? I've tamed a wild horse. Yeah, I've tamed uh, a Have wild you horse. registered That's that it. horse? Yes. I didn't know that was a thing you could do. Oh. Yeah, I've wait, been so then how are you two, where I, you are then? I just discovered. Where am I? Yeah, where are you? Well, okay. So wait, what were you going to say? What have you discovered, Top? I, this is I was going to say I've discovered two stables in my travels. Okay. Okay, I found a stable, but I didn't do anything there. 
uh, other than market on the map because I was I found it along the way to a tower. So I basically so okay. So you leave you leave the Great Plateau. If you're following the stories and not doing anything else, after you leave the Great Plateau, you go to a they send you to a village. That's the first thing. That's not giving anything away. Everyone will eventually leave the Great Plateau. Yeah. Um, I won't say what they tell you to do after that. Alex, have you gone to the first objective marker after that? Yeah, let, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you in a roundabout way which way I am. So I went to the stable. Wait, wait, wait. What? Wait. So <laughs> I haven't. I haven't gone to that objective marker. So you are now farther than both of us. Hold. But the sta- But you've been to the stable. You just said. I've been to a stable. There's more than one stable, and I know that because my roommate, who's also playing the game, was like, oh, I thought you didn't go to this, and I was like, and I showed him where I was on the map. He goes, oh, I guess there's another stable because you're nowhere near where I am. All right. Anyway, I did a side quest at a stable. Then I've been doing the main quest for a while. I left the village. I went to a different village. I've been there, went back to the village that we mentioned, number one, and now I'm on a bigger main quest. Okay. So yeah, you're way ahead of both of us. <laughs> yeah, you're you're much further further. Um, how many times have you guys turned in um, souls? How many times have you guys upgraded your heart to your stamina? Just once. three times. Okay, what have you done on yours, Alex? Uh, I did two hearts and a stamina. So I have done it uh, the first time I picked a heart, and then I immediately regretted that after like roaming around forever. Yeah. Uh, and I I went and got I got stamina the second time. So like I immediately after I realized like. I could do it more often. I was like, okay, I need to get stamina yes. so that I could go do that. Stamina. Uh, I've only done it twice. Stamina is the way to go, especially because, like, if you like do cooking and and stuff like that, um, you can you can make meals that give you temporary. Like, I have so many things of food that'll give me like four extra like temporary hearts, and so I feel it probably like- depends though. I mean, like you and I aren't moving forward in the story as much as alex has it might be more important True. pertinent to have more hearts later on because you might be getting one hit otherwise. i mean i'll tell you what it's it's one of the hardest thankfully it's one of the hardest zelda games i've played in terms of the enemy oh. ai and everything yeah 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 i love Which how i was much starting I to get annoyed that like I, I could beat everything really easily in zelda so i have a i have a confession i've i've my first dumb zelda gaming confession so i left the great plateau um it took me about 10 hours to leave the Great Plateau. Okay. Maybe a little longer. I don't even uh, think I've played 10 hours yet, so that's interesting. So, uh, I guess I guess supposedly when you first leave the Shrine of Resurrection, the guy tells you to go to a marker on the map, and supposedly there's a marker on that map. I must have deleted it or something because there was no marker on my map, and I didn't know where to go, but I didn't want to look it up. So I just roamed the Great Plateau... <laughs> For like wait the first hours marker like when and hours like, like when you wake shrine? up like to get to that tower yeah to get to the tower before you could go to a shrine uh... to activate the shrines so like you have to go to that tower to activate no, the you shrines no you go to a, sh- a sh- one shrine first and then you go to the tower and then you do the rest of the shrines which shrine do you go to first whatever the first one is the uh, the, the one, one that, that gives, gives you the first... magnetic yeah yeah you the first thing you do I thought is you go had to, to activate the no because that shrine's not active till you activate the tower. No, 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 no. You definitely no, go to wrong. the magnetic tower, the magnetic shrine before you go to the other ones. Yeah, he's right. Because mm. I had found that shrine and it wasn't letting me in. Uh, Nope. You definitely go to that shrine because yeah, I remember. Go to that first. I remember. I remember being on the tower and I was like, I had marked all of the remaining shrines and then I talked to the dude and he was like, oh, having trouble finding all the shrines. And I was like, well, I've already been to that one like 
Right. And then I tagged the one I'd already been to, and then he was like, good job finding okay. the shrines. Yeah. Well, My then, name for, is something happened that it Something happened that it did not work for me. Okay. Because I had found that shrine, and I had found the one that was, uh, gar- like, by the the uh the guardians mm. like for a while and i could not figure out what to do so i just thought like maybe i had to kill the guardians so i spent like six to eight hours collecting enough weapons to actually take down one of those guardians and then when now, nothing happened wait I realized, what are the what are see, I, see this is something new guardians? for me i don't Jesus. know what the guardians are i the guardians are the big me- the the mechanical you're talking like, about the ones things. yeah but you're talking about the ones that are like in the ground like not the ones that have like roamed Oh, can I just right, say, but by I the also, way, I really I also like, had, like sticks. I really like. I don't know if this is a spoiler, and again, Christian, you can cut this out if you feel. I love how the story is kind of like you were a Power Ranger, and there was a team of Power Rangers in yeah. the past. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, the story's super dope. Wait, uh, hold on a every, second. No hold one here on, was surprised the by phone. the reveal of the old man. I would assume. Hold the phone. Yeah, he's yeah, pretty yeah, much yeah, 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 yeah. What guardians are you guys? I've not encountered a guardian. What so, there's a shrine so you go to the on the Great Plateau, and there's guardians like yeah. stuck in the ground. He's talking about those ones, the ones that like you can barely defeat at the beginning. Yeah, he killed. Yeah, one I of killed them. them. How? Uh, so it took me a little over six hours of collecting <laughs> enough arrows, five bomb arrows, five fire arrows, uh, and then every weapon I could hold. And I, so I threw every weapon that I possibly could at it. I had like 30 something like regular arrows and the fire and the bomb arrows. Uh, I would have to like jump up. I had to hide behind the wall, jump up, shoot it, get down, jump up, shoot it, get down. Uh, it took a long Why did you even time. bother? You must have known that. The- because this is, so this has been my entire experience with this game is I decide I want to do something and I'm going to brute force my way into doing <laughs> it because I know that this game will allow me to do it if I just do it well enough. Yeah. I love that this game is kind of like, you could do whatever you want. There's probably a better or a right way or multiple right ways to do it. But if you want to do it the dumb way, if you're good enough, it, you'll eventually pull it off. So you're telling me that you so went after that, those way. guardians when you could have just jumped over the wall and gotten that rune that they were the that they were guarding, the shrine that they were guarding. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, but the shrine wasn't active yet, so I couldn't go in it. Oh. Uh, well, you don't need to kill one of them to to make it active but but i didn't know i didn't know what to do at the time i hadn't found anything to activate (laughs) um uh okay so continue on that line of thought oh i wanted to ask you something do you know do you guys know how to shield sled how do you do that no how the hell do i do that i was wondering about that (laughs) no i have no idea how to shield sled i've seen video of it maybe i need to look that up is that something you unlock or is something you could do from the beginning i think it's something you can do probably do from the beginning because I remember so, seeing it in the demo at E3 last year, and which the, was like just the Great Plateau. It was Plateau. just the Great Plateau. So yeah, I was like, did mm. I miss you, a thing here? Like, you know, what's also another good question is, um, uh, sorry, not good, good, good thing about travel. I saw a sweet video online. It was on Polygon today. Uh, people are probably going to use this in the future for speed runs. It's a really fast way to travel around the map, other than just using fast travel. And what you do is, um. If you find one of the boulders or big rocks that you can stand on, you stasis the rock, huh. slam it with like with like a mallet or your bomb, and then right before it takes off, stasis it again, sit, uh, hit it again with the mallet, and then sit on top of it. And when it unlocks, you will sit on top of the rock when it goes soaring across the freaking map. Okay, and it'll just send you flying. I wanted with to. It. I wanted to try that, um, and I was like, it's gonna kill me. <laughs> 
It sounds awesome, though. Yeah. It sounds super awesome. Um, I'm, I'm going to actually try that later. How are you guys playing? Are you guys playing handheld mostly, or are you playing more on the TV? I'm pretty much almost exclusively handheld, because the most I've played it is on my commute back and forth from work, which I'm taking, you know, New York City subway, so I'm in that handheld mode. Um, I really enjoy You're it. You're playing in... this in New York City subways? Yeah. Are you it's serious? The ti- it's the only time. I appreciate di- the commitment. It's the only time of day I really have like time. To- How are you not afraid that someone's just going to jack that out of your hands? I exude a a level, a sense of I trust this city, and I've always done this wherever I've lived, and I've never been mugged before. And I just kind of like if you just if you just I feel like the people that get mugged are the people that are worried that they're going to get mugged. So I'm just like I'm gonna I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna seem confident enough and like no one's gonna like try and fuck with me. Um, yeah, I'm not I'm not too worried. People have their phones out like this thing. If someone stole an iPhone, yeah, that's a good point. Like, this if, is three hundred bucks. Yeah, like if someone stole right, an iPhone, right. it's worth way more than my Switch. I mean, it may not look. It just looks. That's a really you know, good point. Um, so I'm not too. I mean, technically they could resell it right now for a lot of money, but. Most people just think it's a game gear anyway. Yeah, it's not like any like people either know if people know what it is, they're cool enough to like not steal it, and people that don't know what it <laughs> is, like who you know, that uh, they're, they're like they you know, I'm I'm not too worried. Um, Tom, you should Facebook Live and just play one two switch with people on the train. I yeah, that, that would be Jesus. awesome. I, I except I'm not paying fucking fifty dollars for that game. Did you buy that game? I thought it was forty. No, it's forty nine ninety nine. No, I'm not buying that get game. A, get out of here. It's forty nine. Get out of here. I can buy Shovel Knight Complete Edition and Snipper Clips for less than one two switch. Yo, I'm so pumped about all the indie games coming to this thing because when Zelda's Let done, seem, I, yo, I already have a list switch. of five games to play. I already have so many games. I'm really excited have to you, play. Have on you this got, thing have you bought when, anything when or done. are you just doing Zelda right now? No, I'm not gonna. No, cause I'm not gonna touch it. I'm not gonna play anything else until I'm right. I'm like, yeah, me too. I, pay, I, pay, I picked up Snipper Clips because I because I'm gonna play it like with my uh, the guy who's helping me film at PAX this weekend and uh, yeah, and that looks fun. If you have someone to play it with, that's yeah. I mean, that's I will dope. say that it's been so that it's sense. been amazing to play on uh, the handheld, especially with. Uh, you know, one TV, one bedroom apartment kind of issues. Oh, but here's something I've also been doing. It's been sweet. Did... Oh yeah, the ex girlfriend. <laughs> right. Here's what I what I've been doing. Go I on. think playing in the bathroom. Th- yeah, playing in the bathroom. I think secretly, this is Nintendo's best w- attempt at entering the electronic workout market. And here is my reasoning. What are what you are you talking, talking about? about? Yesterday, got on the treadmill, put the tablet on the little tablet thing, and walked with the Joy-Cons separated (laughs) at my side and played for like an hour whilst walking. All right. That's pretty good. I like it. Much better than the fucking Wii Fit. That's that's pretty cool, actually. And you've got the little hand strap, so if you drop them, you're good. Yeah, I mean, I didn't even think about. I didn't even use the hand straps, but yeah, you could. But, oh, I but mean, they make it. They make it like they give you that extra like quarter to half inch that you need, so that it like. I still think they feel relatively. I think they feel. I think they feel comfortable in the hand. And saying, speaking of that, oh, I agree. I but, was really worried yeah. that I would have to buy a pro controller, 
But these things in the Joy-Con grip are like actually pretty good. Dude, it's dope. Yeah, it's really it's good. Super dope. I only have one issue with it. I wish they were like a, like a good half inch to inch farther apart. I wish that centerpiece was a little bit farther. And or I also wish they were on a slight angle. But I'm sure there's going to be third party Joy-Con grips coming yeah, out that are point. a little bit larger or angled. So I'm probably just going to end up picking up one of those. I just like my hands feel like they're just a tiny bit too close and straight on. Um, but otherwise, I, th- I think the Joy-Cons are awesome. I don't have any plans to buy a Pro Controller. In fact, I may o- only end up just getting another pair of Joy-Cons in the future instead of getting a Pro Controller. You got that blue and blue and uh, red one, right? Yeah, I got that neon dog. And Alex, you're rocking just the... The gray the, the on gray, gray on gray. One. The, ne- the, the gr- neon gray. <laughs> the, gray is, uh, the gray is really sleek. Uh, but I think I may they're both get, super sleek. I may I think get, I may so get, nice. I may get a pair of red and blue Joy Cons as well, just to jazz it up. <laughs> you could also just get all blue or all red. No, I'm definitely gonna get the half. So here's an interesting thing: if you do that, Tom, if you buy them bundled together, you're gonna get the opposite of the neon people. Wait, what? Oh, really? So, the, so, so yeah. So when you buy a switch, if you buy the neon switch, you get a left blue Joy Con and a right red Joy Con. So they know. Like, okay, you can buy the colors individually. You could also buy both blue. You could buy both red. But if you want to buy another red and blue, they are assuming most people want to get the opposite. So if you buy the red and blue, you get the other, you get the reverse. So you get a left red and a right blue. So the only way to get it is if you bought the console? Well, or you buy them individually. You could still buy them individually. But I'm saying, like, since it's left blue and right red with the console packaged together, it's right blue and left red. It's the opposite colors. Okay, so you're saying I'd have to buy them separate. Because I actually if do kind of want the blue and the red now. And only a right red. So, the, yeah, the, the way you can buy Joy-Cons are individually, and then you can get them in pairs, and you can get both red, both blue. But you ca- so, and, and you're telling me that I can only get a right red left Packaged together. blue, but I can't get the other way around. As a bundle. Right. As a bundle, you can. If you buy them separately, you can do it. However you want. You know but you can't. Bundle, you know they, they took the uh, additional switch dock off of the um the uh you can't buy it. What? Yeah. Why? No one knows. Wait, what dock? Uh, maybe what are you they could. About? Oh, actually, I could probably give you an answer, Tom. They probably are trying to ramp up production of the consoles, and for now, they probably are better off using those docks for new systems. That's a good point. What docks? That's probably. So you could buy an additional docks dock for, for like playing on ninety dollars. But it's been taken down. Like you can't buy them. Like it's not on the accessory page on Nintendo's website anymore. Why would you want another dock, though? If you just like, so you could just go from your living room to your bedroom. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, got it. It's a smart idea, but not yeah. at fucking ninety dollars for an additional dock. <laughs> I need to buy a USB C charging cable. Um, just because, like the other night, <laughs> uh, I was playing in my bedroom uh-huh. and I want to play when I woke up but I didn't feel like getting out of bed because I was already tired and going and plug it into the dock I want to just buy another USB-C like wall adapter so that I can just plug it in when it's next to my bed you, without having to go see, and dock did it. Did you see something did you see this so they wanted to see like what could charge a Nintendo Switch and so they were like you can plug this into your laptop and it will charge it but if you have like the 2012 MacBook Pro like oh the MacBook just the regular MacBook it, yeah. If you plug the switch in because it's USB C on both ends, the switch actually charges the charge MacBook. the laptop. That's <laughs> fucking stupid. That's pretty, funny, That's pretty funny. I like that. 
I got I, I asked uh, our listeners real quick if there's anything they wanted us to talk about. I got a couple of topics just really fast I want to bring up um, because I do have to make this episode a little short. Um, let me just go ahead and grab this tweet here. And this came in uh, from Rudy at Rudy Tree. Uh, and he was just wondering if we had any thoughts on the new No Man's Sky update. Uh, the new <laughs> Overwatch hero, which, uh, obviously, like, you might have information. Cause I know you were playing Overwatch in the past. I know, obviously, you're oh, right yeah, now. No, I, uh, Breath of the I Wild, know. our favorite game soundtracks. Um, we could talk about game soundtracks another day. That's a cool topic. I wouldn't want to rush through that, because I think, like, we actually probably all like video game music. We should like, do a game. We should games. do a game in the future where so, we play a song from a game and we have to guess. Oh, uh, dude, I've thought about that. Yeah, I've thought about that. that. We, we just Can have we to do, do it that, to where though? they're, like, tet. They've got to be like 10 seconds or less. We're also not advertising this. I mean, it'll probably be fine. I just, you know. No one's going to flag it. It's us. not like it's going up on YouTube. It'll be, yeah, exactly. it'll be fine. Um, but yeah, no, we'll try that out. We'll try that out. That's something I've actually thought about a lot. Um, Maybe next week I thought about for doing the that one year for thing. a trivia game. For the one yeah, year. Yeah, next week is the one year. Um, so, Tom, do you, are you still playing Overwatch? Uh, totally. Uh, just obviously not right now with me being busy in horizon and zelda like right right and then fucking you, mass effect comes on the new out in like a week oh my god uh i think she's awesome Yo, i'm worried about that game i wish that i i kind of wish they would just delay it <laughs> i don't if they were like oh we're gonna delay it people would be pissed um no one's gonna be talking about that game <laughs> uh i think plenty of people are gonna be talking about mass effect i don't think that i don't think that zelda is going to really affect it in any way i mean it still has time for it to come out um I just think that I, I think anyway, anyway, anyway. Um, no, no. I just yeah. It, it, it's 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 both a blessing and a curse that all these amazing games are basically coming out within <laughs> weeks of each other. Um, yeah, it's March. Are these people are like off by it, like a couple. Seasons. I mean, this year Do is not know what time of the year this year is, is going to be incredible. I mean, Red Dead Two launches in the fall. Like, there's a ton of great fall games. Like this year was supposedly South Park's coming out sometime yeah, this year. We'll see. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I um, I think the new Overwatch hero is awesome. I haven't played with her, but she is meant to be for people that usually play with Reinhardt and Reinhardt is one of my go-to um, Overwatch oh, guys. So uh, I am, whenever I jump back in, once I finish Zelda and Horizon and, you know, whatever, whatever, whenever I jump back in, I will definitely be giving her a go. What was the first question he had? I had something to say about that too. Oh, there's an update to No Man's Sky, oh, but I mean... fuck that game. No, no one Sky. gives a shit. Yeah. It's not going to change yeah. anything. Yep. Like... Like at this at this point, they'd have to. They need a. They need like a No Man's Sky three point It needs to, to be like make things the, the right. Patch, Forget two point Yeah, the patch needs to be something major, like 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 a game. I tell you, like a game. I tell you, the one thing that would maybe get me interested is if there was matchmaking. Like if I could easily like teleport to my friend and we could explore the world together. And, I mean, the patch sounds kind of bullshit because, I mean, I haven't looked into it too much because I've been too busy. But what I've heard is is one of the big things is is on your home planet, you get a vehicle that you can use to explore the planet, like a like a, a, a ground vehicle. Um, if it's just for the home planet, I don't give a shit. Like, that would be great if I could bring it from place to place. But they seem to be doing this thing where it's like, yeah, you can build a base on your home planet. You can have this rover on your home planet. And I'm like, I have fucking 14 quintillion planets to see in this game. 
I'm not just gonna. Yeah, fo- why do you want to Why stay would on I one? focus on the one? So I, I don't know. I they should. I feel bad. They should build in some sort of like enemy that starts destroying planets or something. I feel. I feel so. They should. Uh, they should have something crazy uh, happen. Look, it's just a shame because there's so much squandered potential with No Man's Sky, and it's so heartbreaking. And I feel like I feel really bad yeah. for Sean Murray and Hello Games because I feel like it was. Why I mean, he I, lied. I, he lied, but like I feel like he felt obligated. Like I just, I, I feel like there were just so many movies. It feels like the Trump presidency of video games. Like you can't really just blame Trump and his constituents. You have to blame the left. You have to blame the media. Like everyone's to blame, and I feel like everyone is to blame for but why Horizon. Blatantly lied, just right, like so Donald like Trump. Trump <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but at the same time, I get that. But at the same time. You can't blame. Are you the, insinuating you can't that? blame the media for reporting? I don't think on things that Sean Murray said for but the I games. Don't, I don't even think that. I don't even think that it was like. But I don't think like the lies were like downright lies. Like I feel like it was kind of like when you look at the Whoa. game. Like what do you mean? You know that it was. Can you play with your friends? Yes. Well, it was but like. You can you run into other people? But they. But, that, but you can't. Well, I think the jury's yeah. still out on that one. I don't even think they they were like in theory you should, but they never and they never like made it happen. It's still a bullshit thing. Yeah, the game is half baked, and like I I, I commend I mean, them it's for like, the attempt, but like I'm not saying I'm not saying it's true, but you know, like allegedly, like I'm not saying these are true. These are things people hear, but it sounds like. No Man's Sky uh, was involved with Russian programmers helping to make this game. Uh, there's no, there's no facts yet to determine it, but there are papers out there. That's, I think, ultimately where we're at with the No Man's Sky debacle. All right, I think we should so. definitely table the soundtrack discussion, though, for next. Yeah, no, week. I, I 100% agree. I think that's a super great suggestion, and we can talk about uh, that. Would be a good topic for next week. It is our one year, by the way. So write it and ask us uh, any stupid thing. It doesn't even have to be about something we've talked about before. We'll answer your dumb questions. That would be really fun. And continue to rank us. Um, no, no, no. No, no we're more ranking. Because I got a message from we're somebody that was like, you were my favorite podcaster until uh, you started complaining, bitching about it. <laughs> so <laughs> so um, I don't want to talk about it People are so anymore. fickle. That's so funny. We're going to have to make this one real short. We're going to play a round of Game Links, which is our game for this evening. And this is a change on our normal game of Game Link, where um, I would throw out two games. They would have to narratively tie them together. We always end up somewhere weird. We're going to just jump right into this. Tom, I'm going to give you two games. And then once you've threaded them together, you can pass it on to Alex. And now he's got to add another thread to that. So he's you're and you're going to give him the third game to add on to that list. And then he's going to pass it to me with a fourth game, so on and so forth. We're going to start out at game one. It'll link to game two, which links to game three, which links to game four. I've been racking my brain about this all day. I'm still trying to figure out how in the hell the two games of The Legend of Zelda, The Breath of the Wild, and the ever-popular Seaman on the Sega Dreamcast were linked together. What? So, Tom, can you just let me know what's going on here? Because I'm still trying to understand it. Seaman like jizz? No, no, Seaman. Seaman uh, is a game that's kind of like Hey You Pikachu, where you talk through a mic, uh, and the main character is a fish with a human face on it. Interesting. It's, it's a very weird game. Uh, so the way that The Legend of Zelda and Seaman are related is that Seaman was actually... Uh, 
a character created by uh, uh, Miyamoto-san uh, for one of the <laughs> for one of the Zelda games, which would end up actually it was a it was an early concept design that they wanted to use for Breath of the Wild, um, but uh, they put it in a time machine and they sent it back to 1999, and uh, they because they were like this is the worst character ever. We want let's get like let's get it so far away from this game that we actually even send it back in time. So they stick that character, Seaman, in a time machine. They're, they program it for 1999. They send it back, and it he's flopping around. And then the president of Sega's, like, walking down the street. He sees Seaman just kind of flopping around. He saves him. He kind of resuscitates him back to life. You know, saves his life, his little Seaman life. And he's like, you know what would be really great? A video game about this little guy. And hence how Seaman Man, came about. That's wild. I didn't think that the table scraps it's Breath of, of the wild. Uh, Nintendo were going to... Nice. Yeah, well, I, didn't, I didn't think that the table scraps of Nintendo were going to uh, involve time travel. I mean, Sega was just Sega eating Nintendo's table scraps that's for years. So is it really that but, unbelievable? Um, but these links go even deeper. So, so Tom, what what was that game that you were, you were telling me about? A game uh, you said Alex was going to link. It yeah. Together. So what was that that third game that's connected to yeah. C-Man so C Man is uh, also so, somehow I don't know. I'd like Alex to explain it to me. Uh, connected to the very popular arcade cabinet game Time Crisis. So in Time Crisis, you know how uh, you have to step on the pedal to show your face. Sure. All right, well, that face is actually the face from Seaman. So what you're actually doing is you're actually <laughs> playing the protagonist, Richard Miller, the one-man army, but you're really the one-face army because you're hitting the pedal and you're coming with your face above the thing. And then, so the fish, whenever he sees, like, a little thing going on, when he sees something in front of him, he kind of gets excited. That's what, that's you pushing the button so that he, you know, opens his eyes. And then you're going around. And, and then when you're talking to your friend playing Time Crisis, you know, He's player two. You're kind of going over to him. That's the voice that comes out of the fish on Seaman. Uh, and then Captain William Rush, he comes around with his PS3 full mission supporter appears. And he comes <laughs> over to the fish dude. And he says, listen, well, you rescued the Titan? And he says, yeah, okay. And then he's second strike. But turned out Robert revealed himself as a real traitor after facing and defeating Keith Martin. That she switches loyalties <laughs> to Keith while still serving Luke and Mark. So the whole thing happens with this Gatling gun and the hard bullet face and the fish. And then the gunfighter from Mad Dog Tractor Beam comes over and flamethrowers the upgrade, Rocket Launcher Edition, and uh, it's pretty crazy. So anyway, so uh, yeah, so Time Crisis, <laughs> right? So Chris, I was really wondering how Time Crisis relates to uh, Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. Wow, this is insane. So what we have here is um, we have a fish that was created by Miyamoto, traveled back in time, picked up, put into a video game. That ultimately the avatars of are actual real life players while playing Time Crisis, and I never would have known that because Time Crisis. The, the only thing I thought that that it was connected to this in, entire uh, time I've played it at Dave and Buster's uh, and my local uh, arcades around here is connected to one of my favorite games, Sonic Adventure Two Battle. So in Sonic Adventure Two Battle, you get to play as Shadow the Hedgehog. You also get to play as some enemies, but um, you get to play some of the bad guys on the Shadows team. And uh, what's better than a hedgehog than a hedgehog with a gun, as we have seen? 
And if you're playing Time Crisis, you've also seen a lot of guns. Now, you wouldn't know it, but while you're playing Time Crisis, you're actually going through the same city as you are in Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. When uh, you look through some of the windows, you might actually pass by and see Sonic going down, rolling around at the speed of sound. He's just uh, snowboarding down on a car bumper. And then at other times, you might, if you just look, there's like a little blur, and Shadow the Hedgehog is rolling through. He's shooting up baddies. Um, and they are actually behind the bad guys in Time Crisis. So those two games are not only directly related, but they happen in the same game world. The, the Time Crisis uh, Corps are basically the ones who are trying to stop Dr. Eggman. These are like the government Gs. They're trying to stop the evil overlord uh, from getting all the Chaos Emeralds because, you know, obviously we can't let this crazy guy of the Chaos Emeralds. So, you know, ultimately we know as playing Sonic Adventure 2 Battle, only Sonic was the one who, who ended up saving them, Sonic and Shadow uh, combined. But um, the Time Crisis guys, they gave it the best shot. But there are a little too many uh, things going on in the background to keep that going. But the weird thing to me is I know that Sonic Adventure 2 Battle is also connected to a couple other game series. Um, So it's just it's funny and strange to me because the thing I kept reading yesterday and I can't recall exactly what the details of it were. But Candy Crush Saga and Sonic Adventure 2 Battle are tied very strongly together. Tom, would you be able to remind me? What it is about Candy Crush Saga and Sonic Adventure Two Battle that that uh, that I just there was a big article the other day. Yeah, uh, so as everyone knows, uh, Sonic likes to run a lot, and sometimes the Chaos Emeralds. Uh, I like how it's just getting darker and darker by the second. <laughs> Christian, is. it's like it's like it is, pitch uh, the sun has set. <laughs> I am recording outside at a park like a psychopath. Um, Surprised no one's arrested you. Um, yeah. No, I'm sitting far away. So hanging out by the whole The Chaos Emeralds, um, very much like some kind of... Uh, if you crack them open, uh, it turns out they're actually candies. Oh, that was good. And, um, and basically, if you crack them open, uh, inside, uh, it, it's just... All the other, they're basically comprised. You know, like you take a piece of coal, and you 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 take you you form it enough and you shape it enough, and it becomes a a diamond. Uh, same way rough. with all the candy in the Candy Crush Saga, you kind of pack them all together and crush them, and the ultimate form of all the candy and Candy Crush is the Chaos Emeralds, and they're so sugatastic that. They are just like super powerful when in their final form, and uh, Sonic that's eats really them and good. runs fast. Is that how Sonic works? No, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. It's the best one we've had all day. That's incredible. I can't believe that we've gotten all the way from there from Candy Crush. But um, Tom, what what was that thing you were also talking yeah, about? Yeah, no, Candy no. I, just like else. you saw an article, I saw an article that connects Candy Crush to Beautiful Joe. Holy shit! Oh. That is a throwback game. I remember reading about Beautiful Joe in a Nintendo Power magazine where they were talking about 2.5D gameplay experiences. 2.5D? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Here we go. I got to do the Wikipedia again. Big 2.5D815. That's uh, <laughs> nice. Dan's new Twitter handle. I look so crazy outside. So for uh, like our listeners out there. Right um, now. You look like a maniac yeah, to so me, and I, I know I what you're doing. I might break. <laughs> um, we've heard about me car casting, but uh, my car is actually in the shop. 
I do not have it. So I found a uh, isolated uh, space in a park adjacent to the uh, Jewish Holocaust Museum. Uh, the one that I was playing Pokemon Go at uh, when it first launched, which you would have heard, uh, is the same one that uh, days later was then uh, removed from the Pokemon Go app because people like me were putting uh, lures all over the place because there are all these like monuments here. So there are a t- there were a ton of Pokestops. Like I could stand in between like five Pokestops and not move. It was awesome. It was so God, awesome. It's so crazy how much I was into that game when it came out like dude i oh, it was the social experience i know the it was so awesome was that month was so great it was so great it was so awesome all right so anyway so beautiful joe right you know there's a lot of color in that game we're gonna do a color uh oh a lot of color yeah there's like hit points hamburgers you know the black, whole thing white blue red right so there's all these colors right so it's pretty crazy pretty easy you'd think that it would be an easy thing absolutely to to get the colors of candy crush on there but you'd actually be think. wrong what it is, it, wow. yeah, what actually happens is whenever you defeat enemies, you get V-points, uh, V-marks, beautifuls, combos, you know, all that stuff, all that good stuff. So, um, you know how the world is divided between the Earth and the real world? So, uh, what happens is, is that every single time you get a hit point or a bonus or something like that, what actually is happening in the game is uh, the AIs are playing a game of Candy Crush to find out which bonus you're going to get. So when it says beautiful or like one of the words like, oh, my God, like uh, comes across the screen like, you know, good job or whatever. Those are actually words that appear on the Candy Crush thing. So you get like the boomerang and the shocking pink bombs uh, when you see like, you know, beautifuls across the screen and X bonuses and V points, stuff like that. So it's actually the AI playing Candy Crush in the background. And that's the only way that you're able to get the bonuses. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. Yep. That's absolutely unbelievable. Yeah. Um, yep. I think there was one one other thing you were asking me about it earlier, but I couldn't remember the game that you were questioning me about because I know it's so like I asked Tom. I was like, "Hey, how did it? Zelda was connected to this fish that apparently Miyamoto made and traveled back in time, and Sega picked it up, and then there was the Time Crisis game because the players were actually the avatars in the fish. But meanwhile, that game was actually being played alongside in the game world in the same event and same timeline as Sonic Adventure Two who is going after the Chaos Emeralds, which you can play with when you're playing Candy Crush, because that's where the candy comes from when you break them open, which is also connected to Beautiful Joe. But what is Beautiful Joe connected to? That brings us to the end of this saga. So I want you to tell me, right, how Beautiful Joe, beautiful, right? Beautiful? You got Correct. it. All right. Beautiful Joe is uh, connected to how it's connected. What is the internet? Some of the, is one of the most annoying things. Uh, <laughs> what a great soundbite! That has so, to be the title of the episode. <laughs> I was just thinking that that's our title, which I had a really funny thing I was going to say earlier because uh, so when you're playing Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, it's isn't it? Am I the only one that feels a little like weird about whenever you get the teardrops into your tablet, your Sheikah tablet? Mm-hmm. Uh, so my roommate and I we call it Rune Juice. Oh. Trying to get that rune juice. <laughs> yeah. I totally forgot to bring that up. But I always feel a little awkward when I get that rune juice. I'm like, this seems weirdly phallic and sexual, which it should not. It's very strange. So I want you to connect Beautiful Joe and Sega Genesis Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. Oh, man, dude, how do you not know this? Michael Jackson's Moonwalker and Beautiful Joe are so clearly connected because Beautiful Joe is Michael Jackson. Whoa. All you have to do wow. is listen to the goo guys. Michael Jackson walks around going all the time. He's going, 
right? <laughs> Everybody knows what he does. Everybody knows. That's Michael Jackson's signature move. Whoa, did but Michael like, Jackson just come back from the dead <laughs> and be on this podcast? He did. He did. And and so that's what Michael Jackson is performing, right? So he's out there, he's doing the moonwalk, he's playing these games. They even put a game after him. Like, he's a, he's a celebrity, or he was. R.I.P. baby. Anyway, here's the thing about Michael Jackson. His secret identity was Beautiful Joe. He was that character. But when he was playing Beautiful Joe, he had to slow it down because he's so, he's so fast. He's such a quick performer. You could never really hear what he was saying that whole time. But if you ever take one of his songs when he, when he makes a <laughs> sound, right? You slow it down. You'll actually hear him saying Beautiful Joe's catchphrase, Henshin a go-go, baby. But he's saying it really fast. So it's like, Henshin a go-go, baby. That's actually what Michael Jackson's saying the whole time because that was his clue to the world that he was Beautiful Joe. Uh, I'll give that to you. That was actually that was actually pretty good. Thank you. And that's how Beautiful Joe is connected to the Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. This was six degrees of game link. Maybe I don't know. Maybe we need another title for it. But I kind of like this new round of it, guys. I really got to wrap this up. I am late getting back. It is dark out. It's kind of creepy out here in this park. Uh, all the lights are getting shut out at the park. So it is time to go. Next year is our one-year anniversary. We may uh, sound like talk about soundtracks or do something different. Maybe save that for another episode. Um, we're probably going to play more than one game maybe to celebrate next week. Please write in. Send us tweets. Send us an email. Unrankedpodcast at gmail.com. We'll answer any of your questions. It can be about science. It can be about technology, culture, games. We'll answer whatever stupid question you want us to answer. It'll be fun and funny. We just kind of want to celebrate doing this for a year. So it's going to be pretty awesome. Uh, you can play video games with Alex at Tuna Targaryen, um, Tuna space Targaryen on Xbox Live. He doesn't have any social media, so don't try to find him on there. He's elusive, he's off the grid, but he wants to play games with you. We've got the unranked Xbox and PlayStation uh, teams where you can also find us. You can find Dan and Tom on the PS4 one. Uh, Thomas, I know we can find you at GameZone. Um, you're Great Bray Tom uh, or Great Britom. <laughs> Jesus uh, Christ. Else. So you can go to uh, Great Britom or Time Bomb Tron. And my, and my friend code is 179. Wu-Tang Clan. <laughs> Wrap it up. Let's go. And uh, I'm uh, at Tweet Humes and we are at the Unranked Podcast. Until next week, stay unranked.